Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hello and welcome to episode 177, Infusing Your Spiritual Business into Your Ideal Lifestyle. Before I get into this episode, I want to remind you I am currently accepting students in my mediumship program. If you're a beginner, we start in the fall and I'm also working with people, even if you have 20 plus experience of mediumship, I have programs for that. So Unlock Your Inner Medium is ready for you, whether you decide the self-study version or you want the VIP to go live on Zoom with me on Mondays starting in fall. So if you want more info, go to lindsaymarino.com and click the Learn with Lindsay tab and you'll see Unlock Your Inner Medium right there. Okay, so let's get into this episode. In this episode, we talk all about how you can really integrate your lifestyle with your business and you should be creating your business around your lifestyle so that you can use your full potential in so many different ways. And we'll give you examples on how you can figure this out for yourself and then examples of some mistakes that can come up and also the golden nuggets that come from doing this process. We hope you enjoy the show. Hi guys, welcome back. We're so happy that you're here. Today's episode is all about infusing your business into your lifestyle. And this is a question that we wanna ask you. Are you feeling like you're really working with your business, but you're separating that lifestyle and you have to work around your lifestyle because you're so focused on the business? We think it belongs the other way around, where you create your lifestyle and you start really connecting the business scheduling around that. Exactly, because think about it. We live most of our lives to where we went to school, we had a set schedule, then a lot of us had jobs, we had a set schedule, and we got in this programming to where we think, oh, the set schedule's there with work, with our business, Mm -hmm. and then we plug our life in where it could fit in. And we're reversing that, right? Because as an entrepreneur, we start our own business, like most of them, because they want freedom, right? So it's like, you create that freedom. You think about it in a whole new light to where you think, how can I put my business into my lifestyle, into who I already am in the moment? Yeah, and we're gonna, Tony and I are gonna have this conversation and if you wanna add any pieces while we're talking, just share in the comments with us, whether you're on YouTube or you're on Facebook or wherever you're listening to this or watching it. But You I might just, even be in the bathroom listening to this. <laughs> Oh my God. But I I do want to say this though too. No, thinking about like public service jobs, I don't trust everything in the government, of course. I don't, me personally, I don't. But if you think about how it's set up, like even going into public places, like the public, I love the library, but like there's public places like post office, um, schools, they're not bright and uplifting. They don't really change much in those places. If you think about walking in them, unless a teacher's creating something out of their classroom, most likely it's gonna stay pretty much similar, you know, if you think about those public things. And then also, when do the schedules change? If it's not extended day, most likely they're not gonna cut education in half. Even if they see the studies that kids can't learn past a certain amount of time, 
they're cutting recess. They're cutting they're cutting art, PE, physical art, education, PE, music. The most important things for their brain, little brains to develop and use that creativity. I don't trust the system. So no wonder why us as adults, when we get here, we think that we have to fit exactly our lifestyle into our business. Yeah, like eight say, hours like, right, a our, day. Yeah, our business is this. This is what we have to do because <laughs> our clients need us here at this time. That might be true in certain aspects, but most of the people we work with, spiritual entrepreneurs, psychic mediums, healers, coaches, I feel like it's not true. It's like you could set your own schedule, you can create it, and then your clients, they figure it out, right? Your clients come to you and then it'll 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 go around what yeah. the schedule you and already have. And the system have. doesn't want you to be on top. They want a small percentage of people to be, the elite to be on top. They don't want you to grow and learn, you know? Like I know as a third grade teacher, and I know you're, <laughs> teaching middle school to high school, the content in it had nothing to do with intuition. I feel like that's a huge piece to like living in the world and the things that are important. You know, in math class, I'm like, why would they teach algebra? Everyone says that. I didn't like it, I know you loved it. But why didn't they teach about bank accounts, like real life things mm -hmm, in definitely. school? <clears throat> so there's so much more that can come from the system for us. but. If we're programmed in a system starting from when we're in kindergarten or preschool, why would it be easy for us to change unless we're doing our own learning and development to figure out, wait, it doesn't have to be that way. Exactly. So that's why we're having this conversation that most likely if you are an entrepreneur listening to this or you're working full time and you're trying to leave that corporate job that's you know paying you on paper, it looks good and you get the, the benefits, I'm putting in quotes, because are they really benefits now? I don't know. You know, retirement has changed so much. People thought that they were leaving their jobs and getting the benefits and kind of reevaluate what you're creating in your life and just know that it's doable. Right, and understand like what you were saying that of course <clears throat> everything in our body, everything in our energy is gonna fight against as we begin this transition. Like at the beginning, you get used to it. Like we've gotten used to it over the yeah. years. It's been years though, right? So at the beginning, your body and everything's gonna fight against it because of what you were saying. Like our whole oh, yeah. lives, we were programmed in a whole opposite way. When I first, I don't know if you remember me saying this, but I tell this to some of my business students. When I first left teaching, like I exited, like I resigned, or I don't know how they, they put it in the term. Like I was like deciding, like should I stay locked in the system and just have like a safety net and say that I'm on leave? and come back if I want to in a year, I could have done that. Or I could have completely resigned and just closed it off without any kind of window of having the possibility. To me, I felt like I needed to cut off the energy. Like this is the short thing, I'm resigning. When I left, I wanna say it was like a week or two after, I was driving, I had to drive by the school to go to Marshall's and it was during the day and I was like, oh, I feel like I'm like, I, w I didn't feel like I was in jail when I was there, but I felt like I was like just getting out of jail, like I was doing something wrong by driving You're in the day. You're getting away with something. Like, <laughs> I was driving during the day when everyone was working and they were behind closed doors and I was going to Marshall's and it felt so weird. It so sounds I, like somebody getting out of the rat race. That's what it is. <laughs> now that there's nothing I, wrong with it. Some people have jobs and they love it. That's a whole new, well, a whole new thing, I, right? I love teaching. Yeah, I like loved you, it. There's a lot that, of people that are teaching. They love it. We loved it. So we get that. It's not Entrepreneurship's it's, not for everybody. It's but, the holding cell of having to do it a certain way. And I felt like yeah. that box, like I couldn't stay in the box and 
the spiritual um, side of things that was more of like aligned with my heart, even though the children are so important to me. I know that I will work with children again, but in the sense of like spirituality and intuition. Yeah, and there's, you know, it's powerful because when I was teaching in the school systems, like there's part of me that really liked the discipline of having to be there at a certain time and the structure, yeah. that's a better word, the structure. And then when I transitioned to my own business, it took me a while like my whole body is fighting against it and it took me a while to like put pieces in to figure out okay if i do this once a week if i do this if we do this here and here it's a lot of moving pieces right mm -hmm. that um i could balance it out but it took me a while that's the point of me saying this is i at first there was times where i was missing that structure and but then as i missed it and that energy came back i was thinking okay I'm missing that structure. It's not that I'm missing and wanting to go back and teach. If I want to do that, that's different. I wasn't feeling pulled. I knew that I was still doing this, but I was like, how can I add to this? How can I shift this right now? And I think that's an important question for everybody to keep asking themselves. Yeah. Whenever they feel that and they're out of balance, just ask yourself, like, all right, and a lot of people listening, like you said, and a lot of our clients are going from corporate to this. So think about what did you like about the structure in yeah. your corporate job? Okay, I like this part and this part and this part. You could add that into your business. Like we, us, we like the structure. Well, I like the structure of having a meeting Me once a week with people. I didn't always like the meetings at, at the school I was at because sometimes it was just meaningless. But I liked the, I, I saw the value of meeting up with everybody. So I took that structure and immediately we put that into our business. So that, that's one piece that came from the old structure into the new structure but then I had to write you know over the years figure it out along the way yeah and that's infusing the structure creating your own structure because structure is important but it's like what structure feels good yes. for me what's the foundation for the business you need that you, because this is the thing there the pros and cons of having your own business and like leaving a corporate job is you are your own boss you have to have your own motivation your own accountability unless you have like a partner that you're working with and then also to know how much time am I spending on work? And does it feel right for you? There's gonna be head games in that process of thinking, am I doing enough? You're never gonna feel like you're doing enough if you don't have something written and know what you're doing like exactly. during certain months. And that's a good point too, because some people could even have everything laid out and there's something still inside of them where I'm not doing it enough. I know, and that's a whole other thing you got to look at, right? It that's might a not. Very it might not. It too. is common. That's why I'm bringing it up. Yeah. I've heard that over and over and over again. It's like I feel like if I'm, and it's happened to me too. Like that's part of it is, and I've seen the pattern. I don't know if I've seen it so much in you, but it's like if I'm not working, you're you're actually really good at this. You've always been, if I remember right. Like mm -hmm. if I'm not working, I feel like I'm I'm not good enough. I feel like I'm. You know, I feel like I gotta work all the time to, to show my value, to show what I'm doing. And you know, it it's, comes with all, like, this comes up a lot on this podcast, on our podcast, it's the work addiction thing. It's yeah. the only addiction that we celebrate here in the States, right, yeah. here in the United States. I don't know if it's true other places, but it's like, you're such a hard worker. Oh, look how hard they're working. And it's like, people say that with admiration about people and respect and energy, which, on one end, it's cool, it's seeing someone work harder for their family, but we know that person, if you, as you talk to them and you go layers deep, yeah. they're hurting on the inside, right? It's it's painful because I don't think, I don't believe that we're here just to do work all the time. Like, we, it's the whole life, right? It's everything. Yeah, and if we infuse and integrate the, the business with the lifestyle, it doesn't feel like work in the same way. Yes. So I think that if we could, like when we're traveling and we're going to, you know, a different state and we're hanging out, 
and we know that we want to go there you know maybe it's arizona like we really want to go to arizona but we also want to continue with the business we might set something up there yes. because we want to go there yes. so we have fun teaching a mastermind or we yes. have fun like if i do a messages from heaven event and how do we know if we're going to do that that's a good question, right? How do we know if we're going to set up an event and another thing? Do we look at like, okay, look at the market, how many people's there, all of that? Do we, No. What me and you do is how we like live most of our life. It's like our instinct. Our, that's how we make our decisions. Yeah. We're tuned in with our instinct where we're like, oh yeah, this feels right. Let's go do it's this here. It's the right timing. Sometimes because there's a big market there, but that's not like, it's not logical. A lot of times it's just you just know and that's part of our lifestyle. That's why I'm bringing that up. That's part of our energy and how we work. So it's nice to have our businesses be able to work in that way. Yeah. And also too, like when you're integrating and choosing, like what am I putting in my, my business and how am I infusing this in? Like you're not going to feel like you're working when you're having fun. But at the same time, if, if you are like a spirit entrepreneur and you're doing things where you're giving to people, you are going to be drained if you don't set it up in the right way. You can't just give, give, give and have no solo time to do what you want to do. Exactly. So that's I think a great that's point. important to talk about. Yeah, that's a great point because over over giving is a huge thing, right? You get helpers high. Helpers high is a real thing. You get yeah. a high from helping people, and then also, you know, people listening to this are genuine people. They really want to help someone. Yeah. I was reading the article earlier. It says impasse. It's hard for them to be around somebody and feel that they're hurting without trying to help them. It's like our natural instinct. We're not yeah. doing it to look good. We're not doing it. It's like it's just who we are. Exactly. So that, that's a double-edged sword. There's a double-edged sword there. So yeah. that could really play out, especially when you have a business because it's like, oh, can you just give me a reading or can you give, you know, can you coach this person oh, yeah. or, or can I just have a couple minutes of your time? And it's like it starts to pull on you in all different directions. I don't think people realize that when they're outside of that, like if they're not in this type of yeah, business, they don't understand. They don't understand, understand, but it gets to the point where it's like you want to just enjoy yourself and like be a human outside of being on, you know, being yeah. on. So it's something to think about. But also I think it's really important to, to figure out the scheduling of how many clients are good for you at what time yes. of the day so that you know that you have built in time for you to do what you want to do, you know. And that's something that I had to restructure too with my with my readings because I know for me it's not sustainable to do just readings. For me, I have a passion for teaching. I also have a passion passion for readings. But I've noticed over time my readings during the day went from five readings to four, changed to three, and I just kind of trust that feeling of okay, if I'm giving to my members and my mediumship community, and I'm teaching, you know, online or I'm doing mentorship then I need to figure out what is best for me and my energy and also have the time to spend with family and friends. Exactly, because you have your services, right? You have your services and sometimes we think that's what we're gonna do for the rest of our lives when we first start. I'm just gonna do this service, but then as you get in there, you realize, wait, I actually either like teaching or I like speaking on stage or I like going on podcasts, I like creating products, whatever it is. So you could build that. So you got your services, you figure out and you experiment. And I yeah. think that's foundational. And I've seen that in your business too, to where it's like your readings, yeah. I see it's part of the oil of your business because it really energizes you. It's the structure. So I feel like a lot of that's true with the people listening to this. So you figure out that and you figure out how many of these do I want to do per week? And it could always change too. And being open-minded to, you have a whole business here. So you could put residual 
um, systems in to where you, you got a residual money going in, right? Like your mediumship mastery circle, powerful, impactful. It's helping mediums develop their skills over and over and connecting with each other on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. Plus it works as a residual money aspect for a business. So anybody listening, you could put a membership yeah. site, you could, you could create an e-course. There's a million different ways, but it's like, I like what you said. It's like, thinking about how many readings or coaching sessions do I want to do or healing sessions like I want to do realistically that I enjoy. Not that I feel like I out of guilt I need to do because I got to go help everybody. That's another thing. No, there's enough. Like they'll get help. They'll be okay. They'll find it out. If you're yeah. not, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice and them because you're showing them, hey, uh, go be drained and go help people after I help you. No, yeah. we don't want to do that. We well, want to take care of ourselves And that's too. like about like yeah. fitting people in. Like yeah. that's the thing when people are like, oh, I, I really need the appointment. Can you fit me in? But if I do fit them in, it's not going to be the quality reading that I want them to have if yeah. I'm doing other readings. You know what I mean? So it, you really have to stay really strong energetically and know for sure this is what I'm feeling and I've had enough practice or experience with really knowing myself on what is going to be good for my clients and what's going to be good for me because really you're not doing anyone a favor by setting things up for them because they don't know what's happening behind the scenes on what you're doing you know yeah true and it, i think that like at the beginning of the entrepreneurship journey and even like sometime in sometimes even further in when you're locked into the comfort zone of keeping the same thing it gets harder to want to change it if you're not used to changing it. I just read an yeah. article too. You mentioned you you read an article. I was doing some research for my mediumship membership on risk takers. And they talked about the importance of people that are risk takers. They're happier. They're, um, they take the leap. They grow. So if, if for some reason they take the, the, the risk and it doesn't work out as planned, they fail. I'm putting in quotes. They fail. But the more that you fail, the more success comes. You know, if you look at millionaires, billionaires, there's been times that they failed, but they took the risk. Instead of staying in that comfort zone of just doing the same old thing, you're never gonna know what's on the other side. So when you right. have that feeling inside, take the leap, take the risk. And staying open to that, right? And staying open to changing something, yeah. tweaking it in your schedule. You might be used to doing a reading just in person change it up and do a phone reading yeah. so you can travel if, if that's part of that lifestyle and i've heard you say on here before you're like i might not believe this next year but here's yeah. what i believe right now and i love that because it's like staying open to whatever you believe right now in this moment be right. open to shifting it don't get stuck on the ego there's an ego thing on i need to be right yeah i need to be right and that was in me for so many years in different ways and it comes out in different ways but i feel like i did a lot of work on that and i've realized the more work i do on that i make myself open to where it's like yeah, what I said last week, I might not believe because look, think about this. You think about this. Are you somebody that's continuously growing? Mm -hmm. Are you reading books? Are you listening to podcasts? Are you joining seminars? Are you bonding with your friends and growing? Are you reflecting? Are you doing whatever it is that you do? And next year, you're probably going to be a more developed person. If the answer is yes, that means that next year, someone else is going to be showing up to the books that you're reading. They're gonna be showing up to everything that you're doing. Mm -hmm. So you're staying open to new insights happening because you're not working with the same person anymore. Exactly. Yeah, and that's something to think about too because you're gonna notice that things shift for you and even though it feels uncomfortable doesn't mean it's the wrong time to make the shift. Because we're always changing. It's that's just actually like how a much sign. That's one of the signs that it's a right, one of the signs that if it's uncomfortable, it's 
probably one of the right directions yeah. to go. And you'll know, like if you're if you're really in tuned with kind of carving out time to be alone and to think on your own, you're gonna know more so. And I think that's important too, because it's easy for us to influence each other too. And we have to have that space in between because we we think the same way, Tony and I. Um, Mostly, like we pretty much, it's not just like we're just agreeing with each other. Like, if I don't oh, no, agree, we disagree a lot, but at the foundation, what the you're foundational saying, foundational level, stuff, the importance yeah, of important. like the business and the, the lifestyle. And you know, even we talked earlier about the Airbnb, and we were saying that we created that for our lifestyle. We knew yeah. that we were going to be traveling to St. Louis, we know that we want to invest in property. And that's where that kind of was born. And we were talking earlier about the importance of not just having one source of income. You know, you're helping all these different people with the spiritual business, but don't get locked into just doing that. There's other ways that you can get excited about different things that work for you. Yes, exactly. So, and so as you're building your business and you're doing these services and you're building out and this money's coming in, yeah, that's what happened to us. We realized year after year we're spending thousands of dollars renting Airbnbs yeah. and ho some hotels in St. Louis. And we're like, wait, we did the math, we broke it down, and we already knew we were going to buy a St. Louis house eventually, right. but we started to do the math. We're thinking, wow, if we just buy a house, like, and uh, rent it out through Airbnb. We only got to rent it out this many days and it could cover the expenses. Yeah. And even if it only did this many days, like a small amount, we don't mind paying this much because we're already paying thousands to rent somewhere. Yeah. Now we get to own it. And we did all this stuff, right? And it started with our end goal. Like you said, we already knew we wanted to invest in real estate. We already knew what you just told them that we want multiple sources of income. So that way we're not just dependent on our business so we could bring the money in and then start to do more good and more good and more good with it. So it's like you're thinking about your overall lifestyle, what you want to live. It doesn't matter if you want to travel or what it is. And you're setting up strategies and you're setting up different pieces of it investing. Yeah. Right? Either investing or where money could come into you or you're, maybe you're setting up an Airbnb, right? To where now you have a vacation house and money's coming yeah, into you. Yeah, because our values are connected to, not in any order, but our, our values are family, our values are travel, integrity, creating high energy spaces for people to have miracles occur. And of course, money is another important value. It's a currency. It's a beautiful piece of currency that is exchanging for us when we want to do the things that we want to do together and with family and travel like that's it doesn't matter you can't make it work any other way you know like that for us like that's how it is so it all flows together and the airbnb was the perfect match it was perfect because it's not even it's not only flowing in money and profiting now now it's flowing in energy from humans they're sending us yeah. messages saying how much they love and staying in memories. our place telling us how like they went to their daughter's um, dance recital in our neighborhood and everything, the energy of it was was perfect. Or they had someone that lived in the neighborhood that was their mom or their their or their grandparents and they were able to stay in our place and it was perfect for them. It makes special and it's memories. like that energy, I receive it every time I read that that's part of receiving, right? Because it's, it's what you were saying, like we value creating spaces that allow miracles to happen for people. That's the, how we say the it. The whole point of going back to St. Louis was to be able to be with our nieces and nephews and have them sleep over and have our family come over for barbecues and do fun things like that. And that's what happens too, is like yeah. we have so much fun, you know, playing mini golf in the backyard, like doing different things just together. 
and it's a space where people just come over whenever they want. That's what I love. I love that. So it's like, it just makes my heart happy thinking that, you know, it happened. It happened really quickly. It was a big risk. We did it during pandemic and that's one of the risks. It's like taking the leap and the risk when you feel that nudge, trusting it and testing it out and figuring out if it works. Exactly, as you brought up a good point. We started an Airbnb business during the pandemic. Like it, we weren't looking at the outside world. Our instinct just told us. Yeah. Lindsay and Tony, now's the time. We're like, all right, logically it didn't make sense, right? It was probably one of the worst times yeah. it seemed to in start winter. that, right? It was in winter. February was the first month. Yeah, so. And, it, and it's worked ever since. So it's like trusting your instincts. That's what this tells you. Like create a business and a life that you love by trusting your instincts and learning from other people and taking different nuggets from each person. Like you don't gotta believe everything we're saying. Just use stuff that resonates with you. And some people listening before we kind of exit this episode, um, your values may look different than ours. Your value might be like you wanna be comfortable in your home, um, you know, on a lot of land that's in the countryside and that's your your value is you want simplicity you know in different ways like that like we like pieces of that but you have to get so clear the only way that you can get clear is if you actually take the time to do it even if you take 10 minutes and list out everything that's important to you and write it down and know that it doesn't have to be so far away normally it's closer than you think it's just you need to get it out of your brain and on paper and see it and get very clear and know that you can create it and it's gonna be with the action steps and there's always going to be a risk involved when a big move is taking place. Exactly, so think about this, think about it's two years from now. From this podcast episode, you had this insight, you had this instinct and you followed all of your instincts. From here on out, the next two years, you went through your fears, everything. Write down in the present tense as if it's actually happened. So it's 2000 and two years, whatever, whenever you're watching this, it's two years from the date. And you write down that date in the present tense, you write down what's going on in your world, like your lifestyle, your business, exactly what you want. And then you come from that space. And that's what really helped us over the years is like being very clear with where we were going. Yeah. Did it always end up exactly how we seen it? That's not the point. No, some things change but it's pretty close and it's actually a lot better sometimes than what you even imagine. And I feel like coming from that space, not something like you're going there, I'm getting, no, you're tuning into that energy right now, time doesn't exist, you're going there right now, you're feeling what it feels like, and then you're thinking with that, with that consciousness and it's telling you what actions to take. Yes, and your weekend might look different than someone else's, I'm saying a weekend. Um, Monday through Sunday, you choose when you want to work. You might want to work Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and that's it. So you don't have to, to know that you have to work Monday through Friday because that's a typical thing in our society. You create it. You really create it. So um, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we can't wait to see you next time. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.